And now, talking some Alabama high school football, outlooks and predictions from around the SEC, and getting you ready for tonight's kickoff at 7. It's the 3 and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, with hosts Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. Look who's back, back again. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. Because the Gunnersville Wildcats refuse to lose, boys. This is, uh, I think we were all amazed by the game last Friday night. I don't, I don't want to say we were shocked by any means because this Gunnersville team is loaded with talent. But to go out and to knock off a team like Pleasant Grove, man, I mean, the excitement in that stadium, the excitement that everybody else had listening to it, watching it, if you could. Guys, I mean, can you remember a, a bigger win besides a state championship? No. That's that's that one is at least in the top three wins of all time for Gunnersville football. Got to be number two. And there was no luck involved in that. Like that was a Gunnersville was the better team. They mm-hmm. deserve to win. Pleasant Grove winning that game would have been against what we in soccer call against the run of play. It would mm-hmm. have been against what really happened in the game. Gunnersville was the better team all night. And uh, yeah, you only thought you could get rid of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're here again. We're here again. <laughs> and now we're getting ready. Now we're getting ready to head to Legion Field. And if you're headed that way, please be careful because it's uh it's going to be a rain-soaked night. But John Davis, we got to we got to tell the folks. So, I'm I'm listening. I'm watching. I'm not in person. And um I knew the final play was coming up. So, I called John Davis and I mute everything and he just lets the phone I mean, he's giving me play-by-play, play, but I can also get the crowd in the background. My gosh, what a crowd. It was probably the best home football crowd we've ever had. Unbelievable. I was, and, and, and I don't want to – I'm not saying that size-wise. Like, into the game. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Crowd, like a difference maker. Oh, man, like straight, streets pick in the first quarter. <clears throat> like, man, the crowd was so loud you for that moment. You could tell just listening, I mean, how how intense and how, how much the crowd mattered. So hats off to Gunnersville for supporting them. Please do the same thing tonight. Obviously, a little bit different of a venue. We're going to a big, big stadium in Legion Field, uh, but you can still make your make your voice heard. So it's a we're we're in red tonight, correct? Fans are supposed to wear red. There you go. Mm-hmm. If you're headed to Legion Field, wear red tonight. So if you don't have red, stop at Walmart or somewhere. There you go. There's and there's red buy shirts something to be red. had. Let's get into this game. Um, so. Obviously, going into it, we knew we knew the talent that Pleasant Grove had, and they, it's not like they showed up without talent. Uh, but we also talked about the talent that Gunnersville had, and the fact that Gunnersville's really good on the defensive and offensive lines. And I think that really was one of the one of the biggest factors you have to to, to talk about when it comes to winning this game. Yeah, both sides of the ball <clears throat> were great in the game, but I, I think the defense was the factor in the first half, and then the offense was the factor in the mm-hmm. second half. Um, you know, defensively to hold Pleasant Grove to seven points, and really they came right before halftime. 42 seconds left in the half, and they score an 11-yard pass on 11-yard pass. Um, you know, up until that point, they had shut – the Wildcats had shut Pleasant Grove out, and not many teams would be able to say that anywhere in the state of Alabama, yep. to be able to do that. Um, and then, yeah, in the second half, come out, uh, you know, score on a on – a, have a great drive – um, it was only four plays, but it was 73 yards with a 35-yard pass to Cam Logan and take the lead. 
and then it's you know then it was back and forth pretty much from that point well on. hats off to to the Gunnersville offensive staff you know for going in at halftime and and making the adjustments needed to finally you know to really start moving the ball um I don't, it's just a it's just one of those games where I don't know it's like a stars align game I mean it, that first drive of the second half was less than two minutes. Yeah, I mean it was, and we quick. we got to say too, great crowd and then great <clears throat> support on the radio. I was talking to Blake and WTWX, so many listeners, yep. so many people listening in, so many people listening in online that it like booted some people, maxed out, maxed out. Mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, Blake <clears throat> mentioned this this week, but they're gonna go, they're gonna I think try to broadcast on uh, Facebook uh, too. So if you can't be there tonight. Yeah. Um, to watch the game, I think you've got a couple options. Tune in radio app, WTWX there. You can listen in live if you're local mm-hmm. um, on the FM station, WTWX. And then um, you can uh, go to the website. Um, and then you can also uh, go to their Facebook page and listen in there. So try I, to get I, all these uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we'll, and we'll all share that. So you have the link. Can I, can I tell you my story, though? Yes, please. I'm driving back. We, we, had, we had family Thanksgiving. Uh, when my wife's family down in Tuscaloosa and we're driving back and I'm listening to the game and uh, it gets down to that fourth fourth down play, like in the fourth quarter, and the tune-in radio app boots me off. Oh, no. And so I'm like frantically texting John Davis, did we score? Did we score? Did we score? And And then you're calling him. (laughs) And I had to wait to get off phone with him before I could text you back. Oh God! I can only do one thing at a time. So. Right, and then so so I guess I, I, we I found that out, and right as I found that out, we uh, were able to listen to the pick six mm-hmm. at the end too. So that's that's when I was on the phone with John Davis. It was amazing. We were going as crazy as you possibly could with a ten month old baby in the back seat <laughs> of the car. Um, we were going pretty nuts. Uh, we were around Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. When we were when we when that moment happened, actually, so I called uh, after the game. I I called my boys down in Greenville. Um, if Alabama fans probably know uh, Big C, Colin Big C McGuire, old, uh, older Alabama fans probably know who he is. Uh, he was a trainer down at Alabama forever, and uh, now he lives. In, he's from Greenville, and that's where he lives. And he he and uh, he and Mark do the scoreboard show down there for for uh 90 i can't remember but anyway they it goes to montgomery too so i called in live while they were doing the show because <laughs> they they read that score and they're like God, i can't believe Gunnersville beat pleasant grove so i called in and they don't know who's calling they just say all right caller what you got and i was like hey guys it's joe and they were like hey we figured we'd be hearing from you tonight and uh yeah it, it was fun too because they were they were just as surprised well, it sent shockwaves throughout the state. Just because, I mean, Pleasant Grove, three-time back-to-back-to-back yeah. uh, back back state runners-up. And I told them the same thing. I was like, this was no fluke. Yeah, no. This wasn't like Gunnersville blocked a bunch of field goals and, right. and returned a punt. It, I mean, no, no luck here. Gunnersville was the better team right. uh, on Friday night. But uh, just uh, unbelievable effort and one of those games that uh, Gunnersville fans are going to remember for, for a very long time. You know, it's probably state championship and probably this one. Yeah. I mean, it, we could probably dig around and, and find some other games. Probably the biggest win of of Coach Reese's head coaching tenure. Uh, head wouldn't coach, you think? Yeah. I mean, and gosh, it, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud and really happy I for that too. coaching staff. They've been um, uh, together for quite a long time. 
and uh, they've they've had the um, I guess it's been unfortunate that they every year they run into these like mm-hmm. great teams from Birmingham, Pleasant Grove, Ramsey, and you know Coach Reese beat Ramsey early on in his career. And but these Ramsey Pleasant Grove teams in the last like five ten years have been really 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 mm-hmm. good, and I know I know they were very ecstatic and happy to sort of get that you know um, to get that win over just a, what's been a monster of a program here recently. Speaking of the Ramsey Rams, headed to Birmingham tonight, take them on at Legion Field, man. It, it doesn't get any better, bigger than this. I mean, you're talking about winning a game to play for a state championship. I mean, that's that's uh, exciting, to say the least, to, to be able to, to sit here and talk about trying to win a game to go to the state championship. And, and, so, and so what's cool, too, is Ramsey plays their home games at Legion Field. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like a neutral side or like a state-organized thing. Like, they play their games there. And they used to not. They used to they be used a- it used to be a stadium, like a municipal yeah. stadium, like closer to Hoover. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Folsom Field or something like that, maybe. Well, yeah. anyways, um, uh, what a which, what a treat for these guys, for our players to get to. I mean, the moments that have happened in that stadium over the course of time and you mm-hmm. get to play on that field, yeah. that's something that you can talk about for the rest of your life. And to play a semifinal game on Legion Field, I mean, think about all the moments that have happened there, uh, you know, with the uh, – Van Tiffin field goal or oh, bow man. over the top or Bear Bryant winning eight straight games legendary. there and Just you know Tucker place. Bridges securing a state championship <laughs> with <laughs> an interception right the Thomasville <laughs> missed extra point that's up there <laughs> <laughs> that's up there with it <laughs> I love it that's amazing yeah when I saw they were doing it at Legion Field I figured it was a neutral side but like you said that's actually where Ramsey plays a lot so I don't know what happened to that one stadium I remember but I mean it, technically I mean it isn't. I mean, there's no home field advantage. No, there's no, no, no. there's not. No, so, not. and to be honest, I, I think we'll have more fans there. Probably, maybe, probably. I remember when I was down in Greenville, and that's why I know those guys. When I was living down there and working for the the Advocate down there, I I covered the Greenville football team, and they they made it to the quarterfinal one year, and it was at Ramsey, and it was at the stadium I'm talking about. Now I can't remember where it is. It's close to Hoover, and yes, you were right. Greenville bought, brought more people. Mm-hmm. Than Ramsey did, and Greenville's a two and a half hour trip from Birmingham. I can't picture you like working for a newspaper called the Advocate. Did you like wear one of those the like, Greenville like Advocate. news newspaper like newsboy nah, hats? I left. I left that at the house. <laughs> you, missed that a, was a cool, you missed a chance. That was a that was a good team. In fact, the quarterback for Greenville is actually a wide receiver at FAU right now. He got recruited by Lane Kiffin to wow. come play quarterback, but now he's now he's playing receiver. Playing receiver. Okay, I digress. Um, it but it was close to Legion Field, and the reason I know that is because. Talia Tungavaloa was playing that night in the quarterfinals against Hoover. Okay. So when I knew Greenville had it in the bag, I it shot over to there. Hoover. Yeah, and I and I watched a little bit of that. So I didn't tell the boss that at the time. So I was supposed to be there for the whole game, but Greenville actually won that game well, going away. Cats out of the bag. Cats out of the bag now. It wasn't Anthony. Hope so. you're li- hope you're listening. It wasn't Anthony Campbell. So it's all good, but. Can't fire you now. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's just surprising to me that this is going to be – that that's where they play their, their home games now because, God, the, the stands are so far away in a stadium like that. And that's – you're right. That's no home field advantage. No. Yeah. I mean, that's – at least you're getting to play on like a, you know, a very nice field. 
Yeah, is the way you look it's at turf, it. Turf, turf now, I believe. And, do they uh, do they still have the Super Seven? Does it still go to Legion, or have they got it at? Oh no, they got it protective. Bright, Bright just Denny Brian Denny and when are we doing it at protective? Is what I want to know. They need to bring they, that. They'll, back. they'll probably work that in at some point. They need to bring that back. Especially to here's going to be an issue for the state, like moving forward, is when they start doing the 12 team playoff. You might have Alabama and Auburn hosting playoff exactly. games. The week it would be the week after uh, the Super Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will probably factor in too, because, you know, Alabama, if they're hosting a playoff game, they're going to want their field, like, you know, with Alabama and all yeah. that on it. And they want it to, you know, so they probably will need to work in protective stadium. I don't know uh, why you wouldn't just decide you're going to do it now at protective. So top notch facility. I don't know. I mean, it, it's to me, it's just so cool though, to get to like, if you're an Auburn Alabama fan, it doesn't matter to get to play in one of those stadiums. Yeah. Like that's a. Protective doesn't quite have that feel yet, no. even though it is a world class, you know, well, or a good top top notch uh, facility. I'm, I'm just talking, Maybe not world class. I'm just but. talking as far as location. You know, it's just yeah. a, it's in a perfect spot. You know, right, pretty much the middle of the state. Um, but then again, as far as five A goes, well, in all classes, all these Birmingham teams pretty much going to be playing home games. Right. The ones that make it, but anyway. Um, if you're if you're headed to Legion Field right now, be careful because it is it's uh, it is soggy and it's uh, it's not a great night. So it's going to be one of those uh, probably one of those games everybody remembers from Legion Field like memorable, like you did from the uh, the ice bowl that was the the state championship game. I think my feet finally thawed out a couple <laughs> weeks ago from that game. That's uh, exciting though. If you're headed down there, like I said, please be careful. Uh, this is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to look a little bit at uh, Ramsey and what uh, they've done this season so far. Preview this game a little bit more, and of course, talk about college football. We uh, we got so, we got a lot of stuff to talk about <laughs> when it comes to that <laughs> playoff picture. Fourth and thirty-one. Good lord! But we'll be right back. It's the three and out pregame show. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit sandmountainskate.com for more information. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2023 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Whitaker Towing Service has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them Wildcats from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Vote for my dad. My name is Matt Elliott. As a father, I understand the importance of keeping Marshall County safe for its law-abiding citizens. As Marshall County's next circuit judge, I will stay true to the age-old principles that have made Alabama a place people want to live, invest, and raise their families. 
I'm committed to upholding the Constitution, the rule of law, order, and protecting our homes with strong property rights. Please vote for me, Matt Elliott, for circuit judge in the Republican primary on March 5th. Political by Matt Elliott for Circuit Judge Gunnersville. A good day is built from the ground up, and if you've dealt with foot pain, you know comfort is worth its weight in gold. That's where Lakeview Family Foot Care's Diabetic Shoe Depot and Podiatry Supply Store can help. They have top-of-the-line medical-grade diabetic shoes, inserts, and custom prefab orthotics in-house at their Alberville location across the street from Beef O'Brady's. And they're open Tuesday through Friday from 8 to 4. That's Lakeview Family Foot Care. Dr. Gerard Skaziak awarded Best of the Best for 2023 online at lakeviewfootcare.com. No representation is made about the quality of the podiatric services provider or the expertise of the podiatrist performing such services. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Now back to the three and out pre-game show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's the three and out pre-game show. And uh, like we said, going into break, we're going to talk about some college football. And uh, did anything happen last weekend? Anything? Hmm. Anything of know. note? Davis, anything happen? <sighs> Alabama won big in the Iron Bowl, right? Oh, yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah, surely. They surely. They so much better than all I mean, they were favored by, what, 14 no, and a yeah. half? <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, Georgia Good stomped Lord. Georgia Tech. All kidding too. aside, if you're an Alabama fan. Louisville blew out Kentucky. Like, like, let's go ahead and admit it. The three of us are. If you're an Auburn fan, uh, just turn the radio off for the next well, two and no, a half minutes. Maybe. I do want to say, if you're an Alabama fan and you went into that game with confidence – Something's wrong and with you. Ha- you ain't been around long. <laughs> no, Something's wrong with you. <laughs> you have not been around. Look, all you got to do is look back two years ago, Alabama heavily favored in that game and had seven points going into the final drive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, me, three points? Oh, it was. It was 10 to three. That's 10 right. 10 to three. Man. Yeah. Didn't even have a touchdown. Uh-huh. We didn't score. Excuse until, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. See, I was giving us too much credit. Yeah. So, this game, and honestly, I knew – I knew by the middle of the second quarter. I was like, well, here we go. Here we go. We're in for it. Oh, I knew when, when that second <laughs> touchdown was called back for mm-hmm. the hold, and it was that would have made it 14 to nothing. I thought at that point, 14 to nothing, 
It's uh, Auburn. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's going to need so, some miracles. So Auburn's just one. Auburn's but. first offensive drive looked so bad, and then Alabama immediately scored. And there was a part of me that thought, "Here we maybe, go. Maybe here we go. Maybe we can make this boring." At, and, finally, in Jordan here. Nope. Auburn then, made adjustments. Then, Hugh Freeze is is that guy, and um, you know, to have Peyton Thorne play the way he did. Uh, Pretty credit to Auburn. Like yeah. they uh, they did the same thing against Good Georgia. They knew we got to we've got to run the option. We got to be a little deceptive. We got to keep this really good defense in both of those games on their toes. And for whatever reason, Alabama just could not figure out that option play, no. and they couldn't figure out when uh, Auburn would pull those two guys mm-hmm. to the opposite side, the tight end and the tackle or the guard. Yeah, and I mean Alabama just could not. Stop it! Mm-mm. No, and, it, and so, but I've seen a lot of like people talk about how like you know, some people on Facebook have said oh, Auburn dominated the game. Alabama outgained Auburn by 120 yards in that game. Yeah. Um, but when Alabama got when Alabama came out of the halftime, drive down, great drive, mm-hmm. ends in a field goal mm-hmm. because of a silly, a silly. <laughs> We don't know what John Davis is trying to well, I don't know what he's doing. That. I thought he was going to go to the uh, FSU war chain. Oh, that's coming. <laughs> but we get that – Alabama gets that silly penalty for that uh, blindside block, yeah. which that would have been a probably a touchdown drive, ends up being a field goal, and then Alabama doesn't score until 4th and 31. Yeah. Um, but can I talk about that play real quick? Uh, I mean, so I number we have to. So just, just <laughs> it, coaching analyst here, okay, mm-hmm. like looking at it. Um, Alabama's only got five, uh, you know, eligible receivers, right? You can, there's only five people you can throw the ball to. Right. Um, Auburn can pick how many players they want to defend that and how many players they want to rush. Auburn chooses to rush two. They play a spy, mm-hmm. which technically counts as in coverage, but he's up on the line, so he's not really covering downfield. So do some math. So they've got eight. So mm-hmm. it's five on eight. <laughs> yeah. So what I like to – I like to talk about, like, maybe in soccer terms, you know, uh, teams will do what they call park the bus. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to defend you for um, uh, over 120 yards. We're just going to defend you in like 30 or 40. Yeah. And then try to just hit counterattacks on you. Okay. So if you think about it in terms of, okay, you got five going against eight, where do you throw the ball to? You throw the ball in the only place that you can get potentially a one-on-one. That spot. In the corner. Yep. And so that's why Saban and Alabama had been working on it. I call it like a, like a Thermopylae kind of play. Mm-hmm. 300, you know, Sparta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get, Persians had, you know, hundreds of thousands of soldiers. Spartans famously had 300. They got them inside the canyon and they right. could fight them, you know, man to man. You get the ball in the corner. And unless Auburn is standing like three guys there. It still was a perfect throw, mm-hmm. um, and I, I mean, threw it where only Isaiah Bond could get to it. But anywhere that ball goes, anywhere else on the field, it's two versus one, three versus one. Auburn has at least a man up advantage. Right. So what? What I think a lot of people are criticizing Auburn's coaching staff for is why rush two, you know? Because um, a lot of people, I'm hearing a lot of people asking too, why? Why put the spy there? Yeah, because he can't he, run he can't for run 40 yards. Yeah, yeah, he can't run th- – Yeah, what would be 40 yards, 40 yards for a touchdown against nine people? You that wouldn't would be, think. You wouldn't think. Yeah. Uh, but, you, but yeah, so you rush – you only rush two, 
and Milrow has tons of time to spot that one-on-one in the corner and be able to set that up. Mm-hmm. Bond comes inside towards the post, then runs back outside to catch it on the run. Um, and how, just, and, and hindsight's twenty twenty. You think about the Auburn defender. Obviously, it's hard to think about this kind of stuff in in a game moment. But go knock Isaiah Bond down. Go take the go take the interference. Yeah, I mean, and, he, <clears throat> he was holding him prior. <laughs> Isaiah Bond just said, "Yeah, there's a hold and a push yeah. off." There was a let's okay. Now let's talk about this this crew of offic- of officials. I hope wow, d- dude, like. Were they not the ones Both that sides. were suspended last year or in the last couple of years? I don't know. But well, they didn't learn their lesson because it was it, it was it was horribly officiated. As on soon both sides. as soon as they missed that, I mean the face mask, the, the face mask, that Burton, one, Burton's catch on the outside, like, Auburn's Auburn Auburn's three people in motion. Like how do you and then called off sides on Alabama? Yeah, after all of them came together to talk about it. But the but the face mask. I mean, when when the guy's head probably I think spun all the way around. Yeah, yeah, that that's not natural. No, that's not natural. That's yeah, how how can you be standing? The ref was standing right, right there, watching. Now the the thing about that, there was a block in the back. So maybe that took his attention. I don't know. That, but best case scenario, if they call that, it's offsetting penalties and it's Auburn ball in the eight instead of the four. But still, but, but still, it should it should have been called. It was egregious, unbelievable. Um, there are a lot of things. Auburn safety clapping. Um, which caused the bad snap on second and goal. That's what Tyler Booker said. In which set up the fourth and third. You can see it on the yeah, replay. See it. But Tyler Booker said that in an interview too. Um, Just it, it was. I'll say that it was horribly officiated, and you can take that however you want to take it in for game, either side. In a game like that. In a game like I that. Mean, how does the SEC send a, send that crew? Um, because I, you're right, that crew has had issues before. So, obviously, I don't think we got to worry about them tomorrow in Atlanta. I would hope not. I would hope not, Goff. We you, see that crew. You got to hope it's run the, for the hills. You got to hope it's top notch crew tomorrow in Atlanta. So let's uh, let's let's talk about it. Bama heading to Atlanta to take on um, the unbeatable, the oh, yeah. amazing. Why are we even playing this game? The the I can't believe we even get to share the stadium with them. Georgia Bulldogs. Alabama should just stay home. They should. No chance in this game whatsoever. Don't worry about going. I wouldn't even head over there, Bama fans. I mean, you remember the last time Alabama played really bad in Jordan-Hare and eked out a last-second victory. Surely, like, they went to play the unbeatable Georgia Bulldogs the next week and just got smashed, right? So, here's here's the – Isn't that what happened? Here's a bunch of differences between that year and this year. So, this year, Georgia doesn't have a – NFL defense. No, they, they don't. Did. That was a legitimate yep. NFL defense because yep. nine of them are currently playing in the NFL. Alabama does not have the threat of Bryce Young's arm coupled with a Jamison Williams. But Alabama can run the ball. Man. But Alabama can run the ball, and it's going to come down. And it's it's one of those it's one of those corny cliche football things. But um, it's going to come down to who stops the run and who runs the ball. Honestly, I, I really believe that it's it's that simple, and turnover margin. I, I think it's that simple of a, an equation. That's what it was in, in twenty twelve for either for, for either yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Who runs the ball the best? Who controls the line of script? Who doesn't make mistakes? Yeah, just the yeah the the typical stuff that we, we typical so, that us radio guys say on the radio. Yeah. Well, it's it's like you know a, you got to score more points than the other right. team if you want to win. That would be beneficial, <laughs> but it's very much like an NFL breakdown of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know just. Mm-hmm. Uh, run the ball well. 
Run the ball. Don't turn it over. Don't give the other team the ball. Punt in 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 good spots on the field. Don't get backed up. Did win you, did the, you win see, the field position. Did you battle. see Kirby's uh what Kirby told his team about Jalen Milrow? No. He's a taller, bigger, faster, stronger version of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And he really is. The development of Jalen Milrow from <laughs> That's what he said Texas, in the press conference. From Texas to now. <clears throat> Has been nothing short of amazing. Think about what Jalen Milrow would be like on the EA Sports college oh. football game. I mean, it, it's develop, it's development for sure. He'll be back next year, and we'll have the game next year. But at the same time, it was um, it's Reese designing the offense yeah, around. Tommy him. Reese has gotten better too. So okay, so we go from USF. Let's go to let's rewind a little bit. USF game. I'd rather not watch that game again. USF game. Jalen Milrow's benched. We scored. 17. 17 points. Total. We had It was 7-7 seven, seven at half. 17-10 to 10 We We final. leave that game thinking, all right, guys. Um, we, no, I think Milrow's the best we got. We Yep, he's the best we got, so, but we may need a total reset still. I think you came in the next show and said that we're going to lose three three ball games. I really, really saw two more losses. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I, mean I did. Potentially it could happen. I saw Ole Miss as a potential loss, LSU as a potential loss, Tennessee – and you're still um, not saying Auburn. Auburn, no. I, I knew so you're you, saying four. I, I, was, I was talking about potential you thought, losses. You thought we were going to be a seven and five team. I Come mean, Joe. At one point, it looked like I mean, it was. I mean, well, I mean, Tyler Buckner at quarterback, this would have been a seven yikes. and five team. But I'm talking about now. We're fast yeah. forward, getting ready to go to Atlanta. Jalen Milrose on the best QB in the country watch list. Could potentially be in in uh, if New York played, for the Heisman. If Alabama wins the ceremony. He won't, he he, he he won't win it. No. He won't win it, but he may be there for the ceremony. Like he may to be Tommy a finalist. Reese, to Tommy Reese being a finalist for coordinator of the year. I mean. Who to thunk it? That's why we play the games. <clears throat> that's right. That's why we play the games, boys. But I'm going to tell you right now that Auburn, Auburn gave Alabama and Georgia absolutely everything that they wanted. So. That's the one thing uh, Alabama and Auburn can can shake, or Alabama and Georgia Georgia can shake hands on tomorrow. Is uh, congratulations getting out of Jordan Hare. <coughs> and let me let me tell you this, okay? Now next year gonna be tough for Auburn because they're gonna have to go on the road to Tuscaloosa. They're gonna have to go on the road to Athens. Um, I haven't seen the rest of their schedule, but they're gonna have Texas or Oklahoma, one of the two. Oh, uh, next year's schedule's for everybody. Or our the so, fact that we've got to go to Norman the week before we go to uh, Wisconsin, we host Auburn at Wisconsin week three. So can I? Can I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a Joe Cagle uh, take right here. This Lay is in my, mine. This is my Joe Cagle hot po- take. Po- possibly bad take of the year. Okay, uh, I've never had a bad take. You think Brian Kelly's gonna win a national championship? He got to Atlanta his first year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? A blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. fired. Um, make it fired in a couple of years once mm-mm. Texas and Oklahoma start beating him too every year, but. Uh, the it's a bad take. Unreal. Auburn will be in the twelve-team playoff in twenty twenty-five. I totally agree with that because of the the recruiting that's going on with Freeze. The only thing Freeze has to do is get a quarterback. If he can get a quarterback, and you saw what he did at Ole Miss with uh, Chad Kelly and uh, Bo Wallace, yeah. if he can get a somewhat Competent. Usable quarterback. Oh, soak it in, Bama fans. Because not from Michigan State, but and there's some quarterbacks that are already in the portal. I don't think he'll get there next year just because of the away trips he's going to have. They're going to get they're going to get at least three losses next year. But probably I see 
eight and four, nine and three for Auburn next year if they can get a usable quarterback because of the receivers they have coming in. They're going to probably get Cam Coleman from Phoenix City. They're going to have two five-star receivers coming in next year. Uh, so they're going to have guys that actually catch the ball. So could Bama and Georgia fans because yep. this year was the worst Auburn team under Hugh Freeze. Yep. 2025, Auburn will be in the mm-hmm. playoff. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm not saying they're going to win a game in it. Yep. But they'll be there because they'll be one of the top teams in it. So Where, where is DJ Uyunglele going? Is he leaving again? Yes. Yeah, he's leaving again. Oh, I, I, heard, I heard Florida State. Is a possibility, and I heard Oregon is a possibility. It's look like it's looking like now he's trying to take the jump back up into like the playoff contending realm of. It's ridiculous because his coach is going not, to Michigan State, but just, he's not a playoff contending quarterback. Just stay somewhere. Just stay somewhere, go man. To, I'm so sick of seeing know, all this. Hugh Freeze. I'm call, o- call DJ. I'm okay with one. I'm okay but, with a transfer, but but this what, crap of just keep bouncing and bouncing is just ridiculous. What what Alabama fan would have? sat there after the USF game and said, oh, yeah, we're not going to the portal in the summer oh, for a yeah. quarterback. Now? Yeah. Like, everybody's taking Milrow. It's sealed. <laughs> I mean, he's coming back. He's probably a Heisman frontrunner next year. <laughs> right. Amazing. Amazing turnaround. Alabama, Georgia tomorrow at uh, Mercedes. And uh, tomorrow at Mercedes, uh, if you're headed over there. 3 p.m. Uh, yeah, 3 p.m. If you're headed over to Atlanta, be careful because you're going to be driving in rain all day long. Thank God this game's going to be inside. So, um, And it's our last game with Gary Danielson. Is it, so though? Soak it in. What's his contract look like at CBS? Because hey. I've, I've heard rumors that – No, we're done with CBS. No, no I know. I've heard yeah. rumors that ABC ESPN might oh be looking God. to hire him. No. I don't no, want to see, give anybody nightmares. It, but it, I, I read that too. This can't happen. Like we won't have him. We he, like he won't be the big game because that that's Kirk and um, yeah. Chris. Chris Fowler. Yeah, this can't happen. But it, I mean, it could be one of those like, oh, you get a ESPN two game on six p.m. <laughs> you get some somebody in Gary. <sighs> well, so we just need to hopefully y'all make sure wrong. that we're not. Uh, I know. Let's, I hope y'all are wrong. I hope Let's, so too. But I can't wait to hear if Gary stays with CBS. I just can't wait to hear like Michigan and Ohio State fans yeah, no complaining kidding. about him. No kidding. Finally, you guys get it for what we've got for the last fifteen years. But it's a three and out pregame show. We got to get to break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this Gunnersville Ramsey matchup. We're going to look at some college football picks, which is uh, championship week, conference championship week, and then we'll uh, look at what this playoff picture for college football might look like. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. We'll be right back. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit sandmountainskate.com for more information. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus. With the new 2023 season, we want to cheer on the Gunnersville Wildcats to another successful year. 
Make sure to visit one of our seven Marshall County locations and try our $1.50 wash and fold service. Also coming in September, be sure to visit our new location, the Laundry Basket Plus Car Wash beside Gunnersville High School. Best of luck tonight and go Wildcats! Ball games, shopping with friends, wherever life takes you, on-the-go banking is a breeze with the Citizens Bank and Trust mobile app. Need to check your balance? Check. Deposit that birthday check? Snap. Click. Done. With our mobile app, there's no need to miss anything. From the latest technology to friendly bankers, you can count on citizens to be there in a big way. Citizens Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Third-party fees for data, messaging, and internet may apply. Hey, folks. Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're proud sponsors of Gunnersville Wildcat Football and Cheerleaders. Sand Mountain Toyota is proud to support the broadcast of Friday Night Football. Sand Mountain Toyota is a family-owned business that cares about our customers and strives to provide the best automotive experience possible. From our showroom to our service center. Interested in upgrading to a stylish and reliable Toyota? Visit Sand Mountain Toyota today and see for yourself why we're more than just a dealership. Gunnersville's Church of Christ at 800 Gunner Avenue is so proud to support the Gunnersville Wildcats. The Church of Christ is a loving, friendly church in the city. They're a congregation of Christ that welcomes all visitors and follows the teachings of Jesus. Find out more about the Gunnersville Church of Christ on their Facebook page. And the Gunnersville Church of Christ certainly supports the Gunnersville Wildcats. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide. War Eagle and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Pax Nursery and Garden Center, rooted in family tradition for over 50 years and proud supporters of Friday Night High School football broadcasts. Pax Nursery now has a huge selection of plants, including encore azaleas, roses, camellias, gardenias, Japanese maples, and much, much more. They also stock wind chimes, concrete statuary, pottery, and almost any landscape supply you're in need of. Visit Pax Nursery on Highway 168 between Boaz and Kilpatrick. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. And welcome back into the three and out pregame show. Let's um, let's dive into this Gunnersville Ramsey matchup a little bit more. So Ramsey on the season, uh, they finished the regular season eight and two. Their losses came to Parker, a twenty to seventeen loss, and a thirteen to seven loss against Auburn. So excusable losses. Yes. Um, so basically having to go to the to the to the ranks of 7A 
It's been a few years since they've lost to a 5A opponent. Yeah, 7A and 6A to find um, to find some uh, some competition. So, uh, let's see, some other notable wins. They beat Pleasant Grove in the fourth week of the season, 49-17. to um, They beat the same John Carroll team that Gunnersville just beat two weeks ago. They beat them 28 to nothing. Um, and then looking at Ramsey's playoff wins – um, they took on West Point the first week. That was fifty to nothing. Then they played Leeds, the Leeds team who beat Arab by thirty. Um, Ramsey beat Leeds forty-two to seven. And then uh, Moody hung tough. Moody did. They had. A, they were leading at beat one them point. Beat them forty man. to twenty-seven. So now they move on to Gunnersville. Um, coach Coach Ronnie Jackson. He's been there for. Uh, this is his third season at uh, at Ramsey. Ramsey's one of those places. Um. It's a lot like Pleasant Grove. It's a lot like Gunnersville in the in the sense of stability because Reuben Nelson was the coach there for almost ten years, um, and obviously won a few state titles and a ton of games. So it's it's been a steady steady program, a lot like Pleasant Grove has. Um, let's look at their roster a little bit. I know they got a few guys that are, that yes. are headed to the college ranks. Well, so um, we were looking. I'm going to start first with the defense. Um, they've got two two guys with um, uh, I think it's 15 and 53, Parker and Wynn that that have um, uh, double digit sacks mm-hmm. this year. Um, you've got QB Reese. His name is QB. His dad was Quentin Reese, who played on the defensive <laughs> line at Auburn in the late 90s who is also on staff, uh, on this coaching staff, he is uh, committed to Alabama. He has, uh, I believe, I believe, in talking to Blake, he has over 160 tackles Good this Lord. year. So number six is the guy to watch out for. And then number 25, uh, who plays uh, middle linebacker next to Reese, uh, Markel Patterson has about 150 tackles. So these guys, these linebackers, they get to the ball. Running, just like against Pleasant Grove, we kind of – didn't quite run the ball. We need to get uh, Delva and Jordan kind of out out in the flats, you know, get them involved in the passing game some too. Uh, running the ball through the through the tackles is going to be tough against this Ramsey defense. And then when you go to the offensive side of the ball, Cameron Keenan is the man uh, for them. That's Tim Keenan's younger brother, Tim Keenan, who is playing on the defensive line week in and week out for the Alabama Crimson Tide. He's decent. Um, and then you got Ashton Ashford at running back, number two, who's averaging about 100 yards a game. Um, Ramsey's going to throw it. They're going to throw it maybe sometimes more than what, they should. Where's um, Keenan? Where, what position did he play for this Ramsey team? He's quarterback. Uh, oh, you, you mean Tim? No, 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 no. Yeah, Cameron Keenan is a six foot four, two hundred fifteen pound quarterback. Gotcha. Okay, my bad. So you just see PA announcers getting their getting their roster and being like, "Hey, what's Reese's first name?" <laughs> QB. Q- no, I know it's position. <laughs> What's his first name? No, it's QB. <laughs> right. You, Who's on first? I, I'm already confused by it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, obviously just a stacked roster as as usual at, at Ramsey. So, God, just a just a wealth of, of talent that yep. that place has produced. And that's going to be interesting to see uh, a guy like Tim Keenan, who if you're an Alabama fan, you know him well by now, to see his little brother actually play quarterback because – Tim Keenan in your mind. I mean, you're thinking of and, and he Shrek. well and Tim had a had a kind of unfortunate senior year. He tore his ACL kind of in the middle of the season and mm-hmm. didn't get to finish out that year. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird though that he is 
he is about six foot five, three hundred and yeah. fifty pounds. Shrek. And then his brother is six <laughs> four, two hundred and fifteen. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. That's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun to watch this Gunnersville team go up against this kind of talent. Yeah. Um, to see what kind of schemes this defense comes up with to try and slow down this this well, Ramsey attack. We said it last week. Yeah. Why not us? Yeah, why not us? I mean, if the games aren't played on paper, and I mean, and that's the thing, like, you know, and who knows, you may play this game 10 times and you may not win, uh, uh, but one of them, Mm -hmm. but all it's got to be is that one, right? And, you know, we've, we've got what I would call dogs. We got dogs on the roster too. Well, Um, Ramsey's one of those teams too, that they're so good and they're so used to winning and they 100, 100% expect to run Gunnersville out of the stadium tonight. Yeah. That, that is their mentality. You can just tell when you watch this team and just look at the scores. Anybody who brings a Chucky doll to the right. captain's coin toss. Their their mentality is to run you out of the stadium. The so, if you can hang around into the third quarter, these kind of teams start to get frustrated. And panic. And they start to get annoyed. The play calling sometimes gets panicky. Yeah. The play gets panicky. You saw it from Pleasant Grove. Pleasant Grove was like, whoa. Yeah. Middle of the second quarter, we haven't scored. Just hang around. Hang, hang around. around. Hang that's around. A, that's what you got to do. And if Let you them look make up, mistakes. You look up in the fourth quarter and you're down three, you're down seven, or you're tied. You're thinking, then all of a sudden on that Gunnersville sideline, it's like, oh, my God. Or, and then you score and you go ahead. We're in the fourth quarter and we're, we're You in score and you go ahead and you're like, okay, we're good. Yeah. And then we march down the field in six plays and right. go ahead of you again. Right. So that's – that's probably the the message is to 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 keep fighting, stay in this game. Even if Ramsey starts quick, we got the guys that can can come back and score. So, yeah. very excited to see this this group tonight play this Ramsey team. So, if you're like I said, if you're headed that way, headed to Legion Field right now, please be safe. Um, let's get into some college picks because it is conference championship weekend, as we said earlier in the last segment. Alabama headed to Atlanta tomorrow. Uh, Oregon and Washington have actually uh, – they're about to – yes, Oregon and Washington, sorry. They're about to kick off. It's on uh, ABC, I believe, ABC, or ESPN. 7 o'clock. And um, well, it's you, in Vegas. You're skipping another one. Not in the sphere. I'm, I, I hesitate to say mm-hmm. New Mexico State. Oh, excuse me. Is playing Liberty in the CUSA championship oh. tonight too. Uh, and that game has already started. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm sure no one really is watching that. Oh, I'll have it uh, on I just, the small I just TV. To, I just wanted to bring it to I'll Mexico have it on, State. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have it on the small TV at least. They they did make it to yeah. their conference championship, they so did. maybe hey. that loss doesn't look quite as bad. But the or- ten and three team, Oregon, ahead, Oregon at Washington um, in Vegas. Um, one thing I want to mention too is kind of funny is when you, the the tickets, ticket prices for the SEC championship no, are like, more expensive. Than all of the other Power Five championships combined, combined mm-hmm. including this game. I think it's like five hundred dollars to get an upper deck at Mercedes tomorrow. Number three versus number five in Vegas, and ticket prices not even close. So uh, <laughs> Oregon is a ten point favorite. The spread is a little strange to me. Yeah, I can't believe Washington is getting that many points. I think that wasn't either Washington was favored or Oregon was favored by two and a half the first time mm-hmm. that these two teams played. And Washington ended up winning a very close game, back and forth. Uh, ten points just seems really high. I like Oregon to win the game, but I, the ten points just doesn't make sense to me. Say I think it's what, closer than that. Say what you want to about this Washington team. And, yes, they have not looked good 
really they've they have Oregon and Washington have gone on completely different trajectories since mm-hmm. the or, first Oregon oh, Washington yeah. game. But Washington's found ways to win. They've still got Michael Penix Jr. Azuno is a great receiver. Um, they got a few shutdown corners, and Bo Nix really he doesn't really push the ball down the field. It's really dink and dunk, and then he runs and takes what the defense gives him. I'm I'm taking Washington, and I think Washington wins it straight up. Okay, because I th- they have found ways to win this whole year. Now tonight they don't have the elements to deal with. Um, you're in a dome. I think we're gonna see a ton of points. I will say that. Yeah. Lots of points, but I think Washington gets the stops when they need to get them. And I, I, I like Washington, which sends Michael Penix to New York with the Heisman. Whoa. Easy. So you think he wins it? Yep. Okay. John Davis, Washington I, or Oregon? I wrote down my picks. Okay. With some exa- with some you know notes behind them. Good. You know? Good. Um, I'm going to take Oregon. Okay. Outright. Um. Washington's defense is the number 124 pass defense in the country. They still got they still got one okay. guy that shut down. They're allowing 265.2 yards through the air per game. Still finding ways to win. It is a neutral site, mm-hmm. not in the rain. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix about to have a field day. All that being said, 42-31. All that being said, how many how many numbers are in Washington's loss column right now? Zero. Zero. They also have one of the worst red zone defenses in the country. 11 and 0. 12 and 0. Doesn't matter. 12 and 0. TCU was undefeated last year, too, and got. No. Wallop. Kansas State beat them in the Big 12 championship, but. All I'm saying is they're 12 and 0. They found ways to win, and they got a really good quarterback. Go ahead. I love it. Next. Oregon. Next game. (laughs) Quack, Uh, quack. This is a big one for. I wonder if Oregon fans say that. Quack, quack. I would hope not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, this is a big one for Alabama fans. Uh, Texas playing Oklahoma State. Uh, Texas has now become a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, big 12 championship. They play this in Jerry World, right? I thought I saw yeah. it at 21. I nope. thought it opened at 21. Well, it may have. Well, it, it, last time I saw it was 14-and-a-half, now it's 15-and-a-half. Never mind. It, 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 I must have seen something weird. But anyway, I'm, I don't care. Uh, so, Oklahoma State. Yeah, the yeah. mullet. Yeah, Texas is not going to cover that number. <coughs> Oklahoma State, this is their – No, Oklahoma State outright. To win the game. Wow. Yes. Yes. We, we got to have it. True. <laughs> got to have it. I'm, I just think it's going to happen. I, I think Texas wins the game. I don't think they cover 15 and a half. Quinn, or, or, Quinn Ewers turns the ball over once or twice. MVP of the game is Tavontre Sweat on no. the defensive side of the ball for the Texas Longhorns. Um, nope. Oklahoma State, go Pokes. This one probably is the biggest non-SEC game for Alabama fans um, trying to make the playoff. Louisville playing Florida State. I hear there's rumblings that Florida State may be down to their third-string quarterback for this game. Um, The second-string quarterback may have gotten a concussion, which raises other issues as to why he went back in the game mm-hmm. um, after getting absolutely decked yeah. by Florida's defense. Um, Florida State is only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Louisville has – I mean, they're, let's, they're, they're not the 14th best team in the country. Good team, not a great team. They're the 14th most deserving team in the country. Good we, team, not a great team, and they're well coached. But 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Louisville. I think Florida State finally runs out of gas. The the injury to Travis. If the second string guy can't go, I haven't seen the third string guy, but I imagine he's been holding a clipboard and not throwing a football for a majority of the season. Tough to play in a conference championship game considering those circumstances. I like the Lou Louisville. <laughs> it all comes down to the talent that's surrounding the quarterback, right? Yeah, and and Florida State can't get in a track meet. Right. And that's what Louisville wants to do. For the first time all year. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Greg. If it's true that it's down to the third-string quarterback. And then that's not confirmed, but there's rumblings. But you got to think, they've been playing off of emotion the past two weeks. Florida is not a good football team. He's not going to do it, is he, Greg? Going with the Cardinal. Oh, thank God. Don't have to hear that, that <laughs> yeah. song again. Okay, I'm sorry, wonderful. Greg. Wonderful. I do appreciate no you and your chat. love for your team. but There we go. Well, um, I think Alabama, realistically, if, if either Texas or Florida State uh, loses and Alabama wins, Alabama's for sure in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Most people would say the winner of the SEC championship has got to be in the playoff. Regardless, we get a Texas loss and a Lou and a Florida State loss, and then Alabama wins. Georgia and Alabama are both in. Right. Mm-hmm. I I think I think Greg may not want to hear this, but if if Florida State struggles and they look as bad as they did against Florida uh, for a majority of the game, and Alabama comes out and and beats. Georgia, maybe not convincingly, mm-hmm. but more than on a miracle play in the last right. uh, second. Uh, I, I could see the committee putting a twelve and one Alabama over a thirteen and zero Florida State because yeah. it's the best teams, not the most deserving. And without Jordan Travis, Florida State is not an undefeated team. They're mm-hmm. nine and three tops, maybe eight and four. Yeah. And Florida State going in as a four seed and playing Georgia if yeah. Georgia wins, That'd be real rough. or Michigan, It'd be rough. Down to their second second string quarterback. Yep. Mm. Yep. I don't know if I don't know if anybody wants to see that. So uh, I think we all like Louisville. Uh, this one, what a snoozer. Um, oh God. Michigan, Iowa. Uh, I think they play in Indianapolis. Correct. First team uh, to ten. Detroit. If Michigan, oh, yeah, if Michigan wants to put fifty on the board. See. I, I feel I, like I feel like it's going to end up being like Michigan seventeen to nothing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I do. It's going to be boring. I, I, Iowa has a good enough defense, mm-hmm. and they, they they punt the ball very very well. Did you see the two guys, the two <laughs> punt punts <laughs> punts. Didn't it punts. say punts instead of points? It said punts, punts. on their sweatshirt. Oh my god! Uh, those two guys are awesome. <laughs> uh, if they're ever in Alabama, give me a call. Yeah, yeah. we'll go hang out. That but, was so funny. Uh, <laughs> Michigan is a twenty-two and a half point fate or twenty. Two flat point favorite. Uh, Iowa. I like Iowa to score seven tops, but I like them to stop Michigan. I'm going to say 28 to seven. Iowa covers. Yeah, I think Iowa covers, just because Michigan wins 21 to nothing. <laughs> Mich- Michigan will cover. Yeah. Okay, John Davis with Michigan. Now we go. Last but certainly not least, to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta, um, where the players do play. We've all kind of been. You know, we've all kind of picked Bama against the spread. You want to know something interesting that I saw uh, this week is that um, Alabama is 8-4 and four against the spread this year. Mm-hmm. 
uh, an eight, nine and three against the spread this year. So um, kind of undervalued by the experts this year. Guess what Georgia is against the spread? Four and eight. Ooh. Four and eight. So overvalued. Whether you like Georgia um, or not, uh, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that Georgia um, may be the better team. But I liked at least Alabama to get into that six and a half point line. That's way too high. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. <laughs> Got to go with the tide. Straight up. Jalen Milrow is uh, a beast tomorrow. Georgia has no answer for Jalen Milrow. Um, Jermaine Burton and Isaiah Bond go off. Look for, um, uh, oh, my God, Kendrick Law. I think Kendrick Law is a huge piece that we've kept hidden. Um, look for him tomorrow. And I think this defense stifles Georgia. I like Alabama. Are you going to throw out a score? I like Bama 24 to 19. I'll throw out a score, too. Alabama 31, Georgia 28. This is not the same Georgia of the last two years. They, Brock Bowers. They're still, still really good. They're still capable of winning a national championship. Yeah. They're capable of smacking Alabama if Alabama does not play well. Yeah. But they're not the team that was, you know, that Alabama beat two years ago. Yeah. And Alabama can run the ball. We don't have – Alabama doesn't have Bryce Young. They But they do have Milrow's feet, which yeah. is something that Bryce – maybe had but never used. Um, I like Alabama, but, uh, you know, and I like them in a very, very, very close yep. game, as these always are. Give me the Todd. I'm not going to th- put a score. Um, I do think we'll win. And I think that the MVP of the game is not going to be Jalen Milrow. Uh, the dude that carries Nick Saban's cup all the time. Correct. <laughs> I think it's going to be <laughs> Sir Roydale Williams. Roydale. Roydale. Yes, sir. I love that. Yeah, because uh, um, uh, Jace is banged up. I don't know if Jace, Jace is playing Jace McClellan is confirmed out. Out. So, Roydale gets the start. Roydale. And Jam. You, you're going to see Jam, and you may even see Justice Haynes. Bring on some Justice Haynes. Whose dad played for Georgia. Mm-hmm. He'll be fired up and ready to go. Imagine, imagine Justice Haynes gets a touchdown oh, man. in this game. Be awesome to see. For just sure. and just to let everybody know, we're not being homers here. No, I, I mean I, I, I try to be as objective as I possibly can. I'm not going to pick Georgia. But see, here's I mean. but here's here's the thing though. <laughs> what y'all think we here's get the thing. Here and pick Georgia. Mercedes Benz Stadium. That's Bryant Denny East. Never lost in it. <laughs> Although we were all over here picking Alabama to cover last weekend in the Iron Bowl, and in our heads we knew that was oh, not going to happen. happen. <laughs> so. No, I would rather play Georgia. I would rather play Georgia in this game than than Auburn. I know there are people listening like, you guys are such homers. Don't even act like you're not. I'm not picking Georgia. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. I don't care for a 38-point dog. I'm not picking Georgia. I'll be in Atlanta, and I'm not yet mentally prepared for grown men to be barking at me. Get ready for it because it's coming. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's it's, it's well on its way. I've been wanting to say this for the last year and a half, too. Driving around Gunnersville, been seeing a lot more Georgia stickers. Seems like they're – some brand new stickers on these some, cars. We got some folks. I know them. They're yeah. good people. I, I know some people. But Georgia I've fans. I've seen some here. brand new Georgia stickers. But, you here know, they, but they haven't. <laughs> they haven't had a, a reason to 
put them there. Yeah, brand brand new you ones know? too. Mm-hmm. Really nice looking stickers. Hey, the the Harrells mm-hmm. are Georgia fans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, great absolutely. people. I'm excited about it tomorrow. Don't hold it against them if you see a Georgia sticker riding through town. Championship Saturday tomorrow. Um, enjoy all the games. Alabama comes on at three over on CBS. For the and, last um, time ever. Georgia and Washington playing right now. This is the three and out pregame show. We gotta take a break. When we come back, we are gonna visit with head coach of the Gunnersville Wildcats, Lance Reese, and we're gonna wrap things up and send it to the gray lady over at Legion Field. We'll be right back. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit SandMountainSkate.com for more information. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency is a locally owned, independent agency that works closely with their clients. And this fall, they would love the opportunity to sit down and find the perfect policy for you, your family, or business. Visit them on the corner of Loveless Street, just down from the Rock House, or call 582-4039. Best of luck tonight, Wildcats. And we're cheering for you, from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. This is Dr. Stephen Henderson. And I'm nurse practitioner Nancy Seaman from Lakeshore Family Practice in Gunnersville. We are serving citizens of Marshall County. And we're proud to sponsor the broadcast of the Gunnersville Wildcats. I'd like to personally invite you to contact us for your family's medical needs. Our practice offers state-of-the-art medical care, always with excellence and compassion. Let us be your medical home. Contact us and see if you're a fit for our practice. The Electric Board of Gunnersville works hard to provide reliable electric service to our residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Please visit our website at gunnersvilleelectric.com for a variety of convenient bill pay options. And be sure to follow the Electric Board's social media pages for their up-to-date notifications and community alerts. Go Wildcats and have a great weekend from everyone at the Electric Board of Gunnersville. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. It sure is a good feeling when your car or truck is spick and span clean and shiny. Nick and the crew at Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash are standing by ready to wash and polish your vehicle so that it shines like it did when it was brand new. 
Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash, located at the top of the mountain next to Gunnersville Chevrolet, your locally owned and operated car wash for over 25 years. $150,000 buy, go $150,000. Hey, folks, Steve Carver here with Carver Carver Real Estate Solutions, Remax Gunnersville Auction Group. My son, Cole Carver, and I offer all the solutions to your real estate needs. Are you looking to buy, sell, or find out more about our auction business? Now is the time to reach out to us. We offer 30 years combined experience in the industry to help both you and your family make sure that you receive top dollar for your investment. Call us at 256-571-6775. Going once, going twice, sold your way, Cole, number 114. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. From all the good folks at Foodland who bring in the Coach Lance Reese show every season, congratulates the Guntersville High School Wildcats for a terrific season. And nothing but best wishes from Foodland to the Wildcats and everyone associated with the team, including the cheerleaders, the band, and all, all the coaches as well. Foodland wishes you nothing but the best. Now, let's talk about this big postseason game coming up tonight now. Welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us as always. This is the special semifinals edition of the Coach Lance Reese Show. And Coach, just another amazing comeback, a late comeback for the second straight Friday, 31-21 against Pleasant Grove. I think we saw seven lead changes in this one. Uh, you know, looking at some of the final stats, I don't guess Gunnersville ran for a ton of yards, but they didn't really need to. Eli throws for 225 and two touchdowns on 32 attempts, which may have been a season high. I'm not sure about that, but it sure seems like it, 32 attempts. Um, we had five guys catching three or more passes. And really just, just talking about the first half specifically, I thought the defense really uh, kept us in that first half. And uh, we had – Street and Braden both had first quarter interceptions, um, and really, we just about had a first half shutout. Um, they had to drive 91 yards right there, and they just they were down to the the third down and long right there, and uh, and they you know ended up getting seven points before halftime. But what's what's kind of the mood going into halftime there, and and in, uh, in a seven to three ball game? Yeah, first of all, let me just say how uh, big it was for us to be able to play at home for that. Uh, third round game and uh you know really appreciate all the people coming out we had a big tailgate before the game uh uh brought the players through there uh to see all the parents in the community and i thought you couldn't have asked for a better atmosphere at home and we, i really appreciate everybody coming out but uh yeah the first half you, you know playing somebody like pleasant grove that's averaging about 50 a game you don't know how you're going to be able to defend them but i thought our defense did great our offense was really Really struggling in the first half. They sh they shut down our running game, so uh, it was important for our defense to play well. But, uh, you know, coming into halftime, we were uh, pleased, uh, you know, pleased to be in the game right there and pleased with how our defense was playing. But, uh, you know, Coach Kennedy and the offensive staff, we realized we were going to have to kind of get away from our running game and open up the passing game more. And uh, obviously, it, it worked out well for us in the second half. Yeah, Joel said, uh, I think he saw Kennedy at, at halftime in the locker room, and he just kept saying, we're better than they are, and just very calm, and the mood wasn't too crazy, but just we're better than they are, guys, and just stick to it. Um, and then, of course, we come out in that second half. I think the first series, 
Eli connects to Cam Logan for a touchdown, and we just sort of swap swap leads the whole. It seems like the whole second half, and then minute and a half left in the game, uh, Eli hits Date Peterson for that. Uh, I believe it was fourth down on that yes. touchdown, yeah. and uh, of course uh, Trayvon gets the pick six to really seal it there, where they're trying to drive down and maybe kick a field goal to tie it, but just unbelievable second half, one of the best we've seen. Yeah, it really was. Uh, you know, where our, our defense carried us the first half, our offense kind of carried us the second half uh, and, and really stepped up. Uh, we've got confidence in, in all those guys at receiver and having a senior quarterback like Eli. Uh, we put our trust in him. Offensive line gave him time to throw. And, um, you know, Julian, even though he didn't have a lot of yards rushing, he got more involved. I think he had about 60 yards in receptions as well. So at the end, that last drive, we actually, you know, we've been known to go hurry up, hurry up, but we actually slowed it down and trying to trying to score and give them as little time on the clock as possible. So uh, we did a good, good job executing that. And then uh, they do get it back. And, gosh, with their quarterback who had thrown for over 3,000 yards and those receivers they've got, you know, I wasn't comfortable at all. And thrilled to death to see Trayvon, who's made so many big plays for us this year, uh, not only intercept the ball, but return it for a touchdown to to kind of put that one away. So, um, really exciting way to end the game, and couldn't be more happy for our our players and assistant coaches. Do you have to go see a cardiologist? Uh, it's been a, it's been a wild uh, two weeks for sure, no doubt. Yeah, the, the defense really stepped up. I think they had four turnovers in that game. Just a huge, huge uh, effort there from those guys. Uh, turning our attention to to Ramsey now. Um, of course, this is uh, defending state champs. This is another one of those teams out of Birmingham, Region 5, 11-2 uh, overall, losses to Auburn High and Parker. Uh, Coach, this is just – we've seen them the last two years. Same old, same old Ramsey, huh? Yeah, you know, and Parker's uh, – they're still in – they're in the 6A semifinals. So, uh, they're in a tough region, play a really tough schedule. Uh, like you said, they're defending state champions. They knocked us out of the uh, playoffs last year. We're actually two and two against them in the playoffs, but uh, Pleasant Grove and Ramsey have kind of been going back and forth representing the North in the past few years in the finals. So, uh, you know, it's tough to go through those two teams, but, uh, you know, you should have to be good teams to make it to the finals. And Ramsey's well coached, uh, got a lot of talent. People that are, you know, Alabama fans out there, they've got a, a linebacker. Uh, his name's QB Reese, uh, number six. He's committed to Alabama. Uh, he's just a tremendous player, great speed, makes uh, plays all over the field. And then they're running back. Uh, Ashford set a, I think he set a finals record last year, rushed for 280 yards. Their quarterback's uh, name's Keenan. He's 6'4", 215. Just in, in, uh, you know, they got a number of weapons, but probably their fastest guy is number five, Tramiel Washington. Uh, he's a little bit undersized guy, but kind of reminds me David Palmer type guy from mm -hmm. from years ago who they put him at quarterback some put him in slot uh returns kicks and punts just just danger all over the field in terms of their uh their speed yeah are they uh similar to Pleasant Grove I mean are, are they throwing it quite as much as Pleasant Grove or they're more balanced well we uh they've really got great balance you know when you see them you see that quarterback and those receivers you you think oh gosh we've got to stop their their passing game but then you realize that that uh Senior running back rushed for 280 last year in the finals. So uh, they've got great balance uh, and just speed and athletes everywhere you look. So, uh, you know, but but once again, kind of since the A-Rub game has been our motto that uh, 
we're going to worry about us and feel like our best is good is good enough. So we've watched film to prepare for them. But still the emphasis this week, once again, is just uh, controlling what we can control, and that's doing our job and executing. Uh, you know, we can't give up big plays defensively. On offense, we can't stop ourselves. So uh, we're excited about the opportunity. It's going to be a great challenge. And uh, I guess the last time uh, you, you you guys have played at Legion Field was at the 2006 championship game. What, is that the last time? And what do you just kind of remember about playing at Legion Field? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, 2006 was a magical season for us. First time we'd went on a run like that. I was a defense coordinator. Obviously, Coach Isom was the head coach. And uh, Coach Cahill, who's now our assistant, he was a receiver and DB on that team. He had a huge game that night. And, uh, man, it's one of those games that I will uh, – you know, I'll never forget our community really showed out and came out and supported us that night. Everybody talks about how cold it was, which, uh, you know, I've been in it for a long time, but that was still the coldest game I've ever been a part of. But, uh, you know, these guys probably don't know much about Legion Field, but I grew up at a time that Legion Field was really the best stadium in the South, and that's where you had all the – you know, I attended a lot of Iron Bowls with my dad where it was still split down the middle, blue and orange, and, and that crimson and white, and that, those are special games to go to. And then – you know, they even had the SEC championship there in years back. So it was kind of the place to be in the old times to to play uh, at Legion Field, and we're excited about going back. A lot of history at the gr- Old Gray Lady, is that what they call it? That, that's old, correct. Old yep. Gray Lady. Yeah, that's correct. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we, we appreciate it so much, and uh, just congrats for, you know, even reaching this far. It's just an incredible uh, last couple weeks. Pleasure to, to cover you guys. It's the state semifinals, so uh, we'll be right there, and we're going to get a – early pregame show going and uh, and make sure we cover all our bases with this one. Yeah, we're excited. And once again, I just want to thank the community for all the support they've given to the team this year. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. See you. Thank you. Folks, Foodland is helping you stretch your food budget during this championship week. Today and this weekend, you can buy Coca Dr. Pepper's three six-packs of half-liter bottles for the unbelievable low price of $12. That's only a sample of the savings. There's many awaiting you at Foodland. Foodland is right across the street from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. Shop there. You'll see. You'll see. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was head coach Lance Reese. He um, obviously... Obviously, got to be proud of this team, proud of this coaching staff. I know I, I shot him a message last Friday night and just said, I was kind of I was kind of being funny. I, I said, Coach, uh, Gunnersville's not supposed to be Pleasant Grove. And then I went on to say, I'm just kidding. Just really proud of, of how this team has bounced back. Honestly, since that loss to Arab, that was a demoralizing loss. Right. Um, that was against tough. Arab. It was tough. Because Arab took it too. Gunnersville. Yeah, really kind quarter. of challenged their manhood. And uh, what Gunnersville has done since then to get to a spot where they're, you know, just four quarters away from a, playing in a state championship game is pretty remarkable. But I think we all knew that the, the, the talent is here. The talent is on this team. And if with, with the way Gunnersville looks in the trenches, if there's ever a year – to get past Pleasant Grove and Ramsey in one year, I think it's this year. Yeah, well, and can I compliment our coaching staff on one thing in particular that kind of you, nobody really notices or thinks about, but coaching, you know, uh, varsity soccer at the high school, like this is it's a very important thing, okay? 
the when you look at the Gunnersville teams, we don't typically have weaknesses. Now there's team there's teams that have a lot of talent. Ramsey's got a lot of talent all over the field, but when you look at at the Gunnersville Wildcats, they don't have weaknesses, and we are blessed in our community and our school to have great athletes raised by great people. We've got great great parents, you know, great great kids that come through. Okay, um, we've had a great, uh, wonderful um, grassroots uh, pee wee football league. We've had. Uh, parents that have helped out with that, that have gotten these kids. We're starting to see the fruits of that. But let me tell you, when these kids get to 7th, 8th grade, Brandon Shelton and those guys, they get to ninth grade, you have to start identifying them and putting them in a position where you can develop them in that position. Sometimes coaches will put a guy in a wrong spot and waste his development mm-hmm. for years until they figure out, oh, well, we got to move him here, move him there. They do – Coach Reese and these guys do a great job at identifying these kids early on and putting them in a place where when they're juniors and seniors, this is where they're going to excel for our team. And that's, to me, why we don't have a lot of weaknesses. And I just wanted to shout that out because you can see it. Like, you can see yeah. guys just grow in a position. I mean, imagine imagine throwing, like, Delva in there at outside linebacker, and he might be good – you know, as a as a freshman or whatever, but then you develop him at running back, and then by the time right. he gets to be a senior, he's going to be a, a stud. Well, that's what I hear. That's where he needs to be. Every time I've ever interviewed a coach about and asked them, you know, what's the keys when you put the Gunnersville tape on? What do you see? Blah, you know, this is the same cliche questions. It's the same answer from every single coach. They don't do anything wrong. They're well coached, and they're and they're physical, and they do they do the little things well. Yeah. yeah, it's from every single coach that you talk to, yeah. um, and I think that that's a testament to to what they've done as a coaching staff. So let's get some final thoughts before we kick it to uh, Legion Field. John Davis, final if, thoughts. If I was a member of the football team, I'd be in hog heaven because last week the team meal was at Big Mike's. I know. You know, I Heck mean, sh- shout out to co- the community supporters who right. who footed that bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, last week they got to order whatever they wanted. Oh man, that's amazing. you know, and then. I bet yeah. Car- I bet Carter Bread ordered the sixteen, 16 ounce ribeye. Which which one? Which one? You know them really well. Which one on the team got chicken fingers? Who got? Is there anybody that got chicken oh, fingers? You don't think I don't so? Think so. Okay. Um, you know you know them pretty well. You know they, there's they always the one got, kid. They may have gotten like the chicken. You know there's always the one kid but though. That that's eating chicken be, fingers. I'd be yeah. hard pressed for any of them to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the offensive lineman ordered. And then last <laughs> and then last night for team meal they had. They went to the venue at Crawl Mama's and had steak and lobster. I'm like, mm. good lord! Thanks fo- to the community members for you yeah. win a few football games. Deal, but you get fed. That's right. That's right. But like, so you're. I mean, you're, when we were in high school, we were having spaghetti in the dining hall right. at the Baptist Church. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I know, but but at the same time, it's not steak at Big Mike's. Right. I get it. I know. I get so, it. So yeah. I mean, Anyways, I, I don't, I, I, I'm looking forward to it for a community aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. um, last last Friday showed what our community can do and how they can impact a game, and I think it's going to be the same thing tonight. I don't know if I, you know, I'm not going to call if whether we'll win or not, but I know that the I know the community that's down there will, will oh, have yeah. a it's huge been, impact on the yep. game. Phenomenal. I'd love if they win this. I'd love to feed. I can't feed the whole team. I don't have the funds for that. Mm-hmm. But maybe like the quarterback room, I'll yeah. take to Big Box. Yeah, there something. you go. <laughs> or the specialists. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. And take the DBs, is, man. This is it's just like one of those things, like the you, cornerbacks. You don't, you guys don't have pressure on you. Right. Like you're a wildcat. Just go play. 
like all these all these so called experts and mm-hmm. all this like they think oh Ramsey's gonna plow through them. Well, everybody thought that about Pleasant Grove yeah. too. Go out there and do your job. Do what you know what you're asked to do by the coaching staff. Execute, and you can win this game. Just go play football. And so, man, I'm just I'm excited. It's what a great what a great um, representative of of our community, our school. Our town, this football team has been all season long. They fought through adversity. This season wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You know, Scottsboro came out, blew them out of the water when everybody was thinking, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna run for 400 yards on yep. Gunnersville." You know, we 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 go into Arab. We have kind of a setback there in the fourth quarter with Arab, but then how we've responded, mm-hmm. blowing out Albertville, Sardis, and then coming through, going on the road to Birmingham and beating John Carroll in basically Lake Water, mm-hmm. um, uh, or what? I don't know what you'd call that. I mean, it was like you know, a mud like it was like a World War One trench. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like and, what the lake is back in uh, like yeah. back in Spring Creek where you yeah. live. Yeah, like it's, that's what we played in. It's and been then, a journey. And then you, beat the, then you beat the Monstars from Pleasant Grove, right. and now you go on the road to play the Chuckies, yeah. the Chucky doll uh, enthusiasts and Ramsey. And you, you've got a chance. You just go out there and do your job, and the pressure's on them, not on you. It's been an awesome journey, and it's been a pleasure to, uh, to, be, to be right here and talking about it week by week. So until next time. Which is next week. Which is next week as we get ready to play for the state championship game. Everybody, please be safe getting to Legion Field. Um, please be safe when you're in Birmingham tonight um, getting home. It's going to be raining, I think, the entire time. So pull the Wildcats to victory if you're headed that way. If you're not, please tune in right here to WTWX. We're going to post all those ways that you can listen if you're out of town and you can't get it on your regular radio uh, because we definitely want you tuned in to what's happening. But until next time, this is the 3 and Out Pre-Game Show. Please take care of yourself and each other. Have a good night. Go Wildcats.